0: listening to Earth Odditude, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity
1: planet Earth has to offer. And now, starting it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Wong.
0: John, how are you doing today?
1: I'm great. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Man, we have
0: a bunch of
1: news stories. This has been a very odd week here on
0: planet Earth. I feel like, yes, we're, uh, we're going to come out. Even stronger than episode zero, uh, we've actually done research this time. We have a little bit of research printed out, uh, which will make it a little easier for us. And uh,
1: so, what you, what my co-host is trying to to say here is, if you enjoyed last week, you're going to love this
0: week. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. Hundred percent better. We actually have two microphones, so. That's a that's a step up. That's for a our huge first week. step
1: up. That's one large leap for yeah. Earth Oddity, <laughs> right?
0: One large leap into the future of podcasting as we change the way you've thought and listen to podcast, uh, you know, and make our own uh, way and try to figure out what we're doing while <laughs> we do it. So, uh, learning on the job, which is not so bad. Uh, as I was telling you last week, you know, uh, we had I think it was ninety-three people downloaded a whole ninety-three
1: I mean, people,
0: close to one hundred. And we're not on iTunes yet. No, no, we're just. I mean, most of those are probably people that either owe us money or we owe money to or are related to. Uh, but it did make me feel bad that my daughter put a video on YouTube reviewing. I saw that video. She
1: reviewed slime, yeah, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Slime. Yes, and she has 77 videos in a little over 24 hours. She has 77
1: so. videos or views? The views,
0: yeah. Sorry. Yes, <laughs> views. And Man. so uh, it took us a week and her a little 24 hours. Another 24 hours, she will eclipse hours. Man. So, you know, if you're listening to this, and uh, especially if you're related to us in any way and we can make you feel guilty about it, uh, encourage other people to download the show. You know, uh, at least uh, I would say go find two people who've never heard of us and encourage them to listen. And make we're not sure going to beg you to listen. No. But
1: that said, please yeah, listen. I'm we not going to
0: beg. I'm just going to urge strongly and. Remind everyone who might listen to this that I'm an okay, decent. Don't person. let a
1: six year old girl talking about slime eclipse right. this podcast. Yeah,
0: no, I mean that's not right. We're adults, you know. Uh, I'm trying to become the favorite parent in my house, so if this thing takes off, that'll really go a long way in doing that. So I need your help if you're listening to this right now. So, well,
1: anyway, into the odd, uh, there was a uh, there was alarm in Hawaii this week. I heard about that. Yes, Hawaii missile alert. It was a false alarm, but it says that an incoming missile alert plunged residents of Hawaii into panic on Saturday morning before it was declared a false alarm. Yeah. Uh, mobile phone users got this. It uh, it was a text that popped up that said, ballistic missile threat inbound to Hawaii. Seek immediate shelter. This is not a drill. They ended the text. This is right. not a drill.
0: Not a drill. This is serious business. Yeah. Yeah.
1: If I got that text message on my phone, I would probably be freaking out.
0: Oh, of course. And, I, I, and, and I'm rightfully so, you know. Yeah.
1: And I'm sure everyone in Hawaii, you know, was probably extreme. But it says, hold on. It says in here that uh, the false warning message was sent to people's mobile devices and was also broadcast on television and radio stations. It was corrected by email 18 minutes later. So 18 for 18 minutes, people were thinking Eight they were going to get blown up.
0: <laughs> right, I know, and that's that's the crazy thing to me. Like, how does this happen? You know, I know we have like here we have like tornado warnings that'll come to your phone or, mm-hmm. or watches or whatever, uh, whichever one's more serious. I should probably know that the but. governor
1: here uh, he he said that the error occurred on a thrice daily shift. Um. Like a a work shift. And Mm -hmm. somebody was, they were testing the system and they pushed the wrong button.
0: I Um, I don't know. I don't know about that.
1: I feel like we're in
0: 2018, the pushing the wrong button.
1: It was an inadvertent mistake, said (laughs) EMA Administrator Vern Miyagi. The change of shift is about three people. That should have been caught and it should not have happened. Uh. But it did. It said that uh, it was a procedure that occurs at the change of the shift where they go through to make sure that the system is working and an employee pushed the wrong button. Um, <laughs> they are, they're going to be looking for that in the future to, to find out what they can do to stop that from happening again. My suggestion would be like maybe a post-it note. Yeah. With a big arrow <laughs> that says only push.
0: Right. In, if an actual missile is on the way. Yeah. Well, what about the guy who, you know, is the, the guy who sent it out? You know, I mentioned her like. Hey, Bob, uh, Byrne needs to talk to you in his office. You know, we've had a little bit of an issue with your button clicking. You know, like, I don't know, maybe he was playing Minesweeper on the computer. And it
1: took 18 minutes before an email went out. Know, so yeah. So do you think they were just kind of hanging out, being like, oh, hey, yeah. Maybe nobody will notice. Maybe nobody will I notice. I have such a good job because I just sit here at this desk and I nothing ever happens. No, and that. I can't believe they're
0: paying me for this.
1: <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, just like, I, how do you...
0: You're enjoying your little umbrella drink? Sitting out on the beach, just, you know, you got yeah. a pina colada in your hand. Uh, life is great. Life is great. And then all of a
1: sudden... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mass panic. Yeah. Yeah. I do I know if I comparable, if you were hanging out in Gulf Shores, you know, which is the beach in Alabama, if you're the one guy in Great Britain who downloaded this podcast, Gulf Shores is the beach down here. <laughs> Uh, and that text were to come across, I mean, people would trample each other. Oh yeah, it would be bad. Oh yeah, no. Except for like the one redneck who's like, I'm gonna get all the <laughs> stuff on the beach. Everybody's left and it yeah. in his truck, take it home. Like, hey, honey, we got a new Yeti cooler and all that. But uh, yeah, it, I mean, mass panic. I feel bad for the dude who who accidentally hit the wrong button or whatever happened. But I, to, like I said. It seems like we would have a little better, like, fail-safes in place. Like, okay, maybe we need two people mashing the button before we send out an alert. But if I had access to the emergency alert system, I would be sending alerts all <laughs> the time. You know, oh, yeah. like, oh, it's Taco Tuesday. You know, let's send that out. And I don't know. Maybe that's why I don't have a job working for the emergency management Probably not. People. Yeah. But yeah.
1: don't feel too bad because I would be – sorely tempted to do have, the exact same thing. Be? It would be really hard not to. And maybe it's
0: like that guy's last day, he's quitting. You know, he's been fed Hey, up.
1: Maybe, maybe. Like, I like to think it's a dude who, you yeah, know, he's been doing this job, and he's just like, does that even work? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I've never had to push this emergency system. Right. And it's probably a big red button that says, and you just want to push right. it so bad.
0: Or they hired a new guy on. You know, like any time if you worked, I'm sure like at the plan or whatever, you got you hire a new guy on and you tell him to do all kind of crazy stuff he never oh, yeah, would absolutely. ever have to do. And they're like, hey, uh, hey, Jim, go press the red button over there. That calls the boss to of the office or whatever. And Jim's like, okay. <laughs> like, it's it. next thing you know. There's a mass panic for a quarter of an hour. Uh, of people thinking they're going to get bombed. It's a pretty good prank, actually. I yeah. would do that to someone. <laughs> yeah. Well, what
1: else happened this week?
0: Well, uh, we have teens are eating laundry detergent for the Tide Pod Challenge. The Tide Pod Challenge. Yes. And this is from CBS News. It says a government watchdog is expressing concern over the dangerous misuse of laundry detergent. In this latest social media fad, teenagers are putting detergent pods in their mouth in what's been called the Tide Pod Challenge, which is interesting. I heard about this um, from some different sites. I, at one point in time of my life, was like a pseudo-hippie, and so i follow some su- people who make fun of hippies, and they were, right. they were talking about it. So I assumed, because I wasn't plugged into what was going on, well, maybe there's something in here that gets people high or whatever, makes them hallucinate, you know. But then I found out it's just that people are dumb, you know. Not yeah, that, that was my first thought, that, too. I was right. like, they've
1: got to be getting some type of high because yes. that's typically the only reason somebody would do something <laughs> right. so dangerous. Yes. Well, you know, from alcohol say, yeah. to Marijuana to heroin to crocodile. Yeah. Whatever it is, you're doing it because it gets you high. But these kids are just doing it to be stupid?
0: No, yeah, exactly. And this is a 19-year-old Mark Pagan, funny name, Pagan, you Philistine, says, who did it on a dare, told CBS News he knew better but did it anyway. A lot of people were just saying—
1: I've done lots of things where I knew better, so I'm not. I can't judge you too. Usually impress a girl.
0: But uh, it says a lot of people were just saying how stupid I was or how—why— would I be willing to do that? No one should be putting anything like that in their mouth, you know? Yeah, I know. Actually, I do know that. That's why I don't eat detergent for fun. But uh, it says it was what started out as a joke on the Internet, and now it's gone too far. Which just shows to show you, like, people will see something on the Internet and believe it to be 100% true.
1: Well, what happens to you if you do eat Tide laundry detergent?
0: <laughs> Let's see. Uh, it says... Uh, <laughs> Well, actually, all right, here's another different thing. Elderly adults were de- with dementia were confused by the product and have also ingested it. So dementia patients thought it was like a nice candy or whatever. And that's they what do the look kind of delicious. Yeah, came from. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to read about what may happen to it here. Uh, it says that uh, the highly toxic mix of detergent meant to wipe out dirt and grime uh, includes ethanol, hydrogen peroxide, and polymers, and now they're pop- Now teens are popping them on purpose and posting videos of the results online. So it doesn't really necessarily say. Uh, at least, actually, at least ten deaths have been linked to ingesting these iPods. So there's a chance you could die. It can kill you. Yeah, it can kill you. And it says more than sixty-two thousand children under the age of six were exposed to laundry and dishwasher detergents between 2013 and 2014. And that's probably you know, like mom leaves them on the floor in the laundry room and a kid goes in there and starts snacking on them. But uh, it says they're going to uh, make adoption of tougher safety measure, measures, including making the pack opaque and less attractive and less colorful
1: so they're going to make it ugly?
0: Yeah. And also reducing the toxicity and the strength of the laundry detergent. That should probably be number one on the yeah. list. Yeah. But but really, we are all going to have to suffer with less strong laundry detergent that's because true. people are idiots. And that's my biggest problem. Like anything fun in the world or anything good in the world, idiots ruin it, you know? Yeah. And I've ruined
1: lots of things for good people.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, like, we can't drive fast on the road anymore without getting a pit ticket because people drive fast and are idiots. Now, all the normal people who can drive 10 miles over the speed limit and not put anyone else's life in danger, they, you know, they have to suffer the consequences of the idiots who drive 80 miles over the speed limit and crash into people and all that. So... Uh, Once again, thank you, teenagers, for ruining a perfectly good laundry detergent. Don't
1: go eat laundry detergent. Yeah.
0: Don't do it. I mean— I want
1: anyone who's listening to this to understand that they—yeah, they look kind of delicious, and I kind of want to try one now, actually. (laughs) But don't do it, because you could die. So, everyone listening, don't eat laundry
0: detergent. At what point have we—you know, do we just say—maybe, actually, we shouldn't warn people, (laughs) <laughs> to, to do this and like, hey, everyone try this and the people dumb enough to do it will take themselves out, you know, pass away. Not that I'm wishing on people dying, but if they do, then those dumb genes won't go on, you know, like they won't breed and make other dumb people that will ruin the next good thing that we have. So, you know, I mean, maybe, that my
1: friend is called a Darwin Award.
0: <laughs> yeah maybe um, you should try it. No, nah, I'm, I'm kidding. There's probably some liability issues. Somebody. Yeah,
1: we could probably get in trouble. Yeah, minute, I, mean, I don't know what they're
0: going to get if they sue me. some
1: dude gets on YouTube and he's all like, John and Tiny told me <laughs> to eat this. They told me to eat
0: this, and then he dies, and then his parents are suing us, and they will take away my precious 12-year-old car that I drive, and my home that's 40 or 50 years old, too, so... Um, yeah, so don't do that. But if anyone does that, not at our urging, just on their own, and they die, I kind of feel like that's what you get for being a mm. you know? it's harsh.
1: here a while back, there was a guy who uh, died trying to uh, fake a Bigfoot sighting. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? I do. The guy do. was, uh, he was dressed out in a, uh, what do they call those things? What kind of suit? The uh, uh, ghillie suit. The ghillie yeah. suit, yes. He was dressed in a ghillie suit, and he was running across the highway, and he was trying to, like, you know, make people think that, oh my goodness, I almost ran over a Bigfoot. Right. And then he did get run over. <laughs> I can only imagine the cop that had to take the report, yeah. you know, writing this down. Well, and what do you say yeah. at the funeral? Because, you know, here's. I, I, I don't think I could go because no. I couldn't keep a straight face. No, not at all. Oh they're like, goodness. hey, you got to be a
0: pallbearer here. And you're like, man, oh. you know, I don't think so. You know, like I just can't do that.
1: I wonder if they buried him in his ghillie suit.
0: I would request it. You know, beforehand, like if something happens to me, you guys just bury me in this. Maybe, uh, maybe that'll camouflage my stupidity. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, I don't know. If you're going to get out and do some prankster stuff like that uh, and get ran over, that's kind of what you get. Don't go messing with the Bigfoot myth, you know?
1: Well, speaking of uh, large animals, uh, I got this headline here Hero Whale Saves snorkeler from a Tiger Shark. Tiger Shark? Tiger Shark. (laughs) In the Pacific Ocean, this was uh, posted up six days ago. On uh, it was a Fox News article. Um, apparently, this has actually happened a while back, but the lady who was snorkeling like just posted the uh, the video up online. Mm-hmm. But um, she's just snorkeling, you know, she's she's doing her own thing, uh, just enjoying the the ocean. And um, all of a sudden, this big, large humpback whale swims up to her and is trying to like you know, get her up on his head and like trying to, you know, push her around and raise right. her up out of the water. And she thought it was gonna hurt her, but then when she gets up on the boat, she uh she finds out that it's a there was a tiger shark in the area and she thinks that the whale was trying to save her from the tiger shark. Maybe it was
0: Yeah, it definitely was. Yeah. No, that's what I say. <laughs> you say definitely? Yeah. Mammal mammal power, you know? <laughs> like, hey, we're we're in this together.
1: Um I tell you what, I don't know if uh, humpback whales are awesome, but, but who would win in a fight between a humpback whale and a shark? Because they didn't fight. When I first read this, I was like, this oh, is yeah. going to be awesome because this is a fight. We're going to you know, find something out. And apparently, it, they never actually got around to it. I was hoping it would be something more like this, like she's just swimming around and it's... <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it starts getting close and it's like, wait a minute...
0: your sound effect work is thank you that's very nice
1: i like to imagine this is exactly what it sounds like oh yeah i'm sure
0: pretty close at least
1: uh i put up a poll in uh in our group's facebook last week you know because i wanted to get a sense of what the community thought right um, unfortunately, I think only three or four people voted in it. Yeah,
0: no, yeah, and I was one of them. Yeah.
1: So. You're going with the whale. I'm going with the whale all you're day. You're going with the whale. Yeah, whale. mammal. I'm on
0: Team Mammal, you know, well, all the time.
1: Yeah, I agree. I would like to see the, the humpback whale, but the humpback doesn't have any, like, sharp teeth. Or, no. He's not an apex
0: predator. It's not. You're right. It's not an apex predator. But I feel like size-wise, you know, I mean, one tail flip. It's going to destroy a tiger shark. That's true. You know, just catch you with that tail one time, and you're going to learn your lesson, Mr. Shark. You know, don't come around here no more, as Tom Petty would say.
1: I did find a photo online because I Googled. Uh, whale versus shark, and mm-hmm. I found out, I found this really cool link to this story where like these killer whales, these orca whales, yeah. which is my new favorite sea creature, FYI. Oh yeah, orcas are They awful. they hunt sharks all the time. Yeah. They ram them at uh-huh. high speeds in the side and flip them upside down, mm-hmm. which stuns them and makes them go to sleep. Right, and then they just use their big powerful jaws to just rip them to shreds.
0: I've been a fan of orca whales since Free Willy. You know, yeah. how, like these things are awesome. Actually. Went to SeaWorld when I was a really young kid, and they were awesome. I still have a stuffed animal that I got of one of them, uh, but, yeah, they're pretty awesome. Now now we realize that SeaWorld's probably not the best thing, which right. Free Willy told us all way before everyone else got on board. Like, it's probably not a good thing to take a wild and free, huge, multi-ton animal and put them in a swimming pool, you know? <laughs> like Probably not a good thing to do that.
1: I still like to see him jump up and
0: yeah. hit them Oh yeah. Them or like, we'll rocket that are the, hanging up. Yeah, rockets the boos. dudes. The, the trainer guy, you know, out of the air, and he's flipping around. It's awesome. But if it goes bad and he tries to eat you, there's really nothing you can do about it. You know? yeah, and
1: it's happened. Yeah, right. I mean, they, I don't think a killer whale has eaten a person yet. I he drowned one. I know he one. He definitely, yeah, yeah, he drowned one. Yeah,
0: took him on down. He's like, I'm tired <laughs> of this. Not in the mood for it today. Because, like, you know – how many, I'm not jumping through the hoop anymore. You know, like, quit telling me to do it. Or you can tell whistle. him, well,
1: you're not getting any fish today.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, he don't understand that. Hey, the fish bucket was a little short today, and I don't like it. You know, like, you don't want to put the whale in that, in the killer whale, that which we call a killer whale, in that position. You know, keep him well fed. Let's keep him happy, and then everybody will, uh, will come back. But segueing on into another animal story, uh sea lion attacks fourth swimmer in san francisco bay and this is from the ap uh just a little short bit it says a sea lion bit a little short article it says a sea lion bit a woman swimming in san francisco bay in the fourth attack since december fourth attack since december yeah oh yeah the sea lions are they're getting aggressive i guess you know gracious yeah And says the woman friend says that two members of the South End Rowing Club were swimming around 7 a.m. Thursday when the sea lion latched onto her and tried to drag her underwater. Says the friend, her name is Alice Ma, told the San Francisco Chronicle that the sea lion chomped down on the swimmer's knee and pulled. As fire department uh, spokesman, uh, John Baxter said a retired firefighter who was also swimming helped the badly bleeding woman as she came out of the water, and of course she was taken to the hospital. Uh, Baxter says officials are encouraging people who visit the popular swimming area to stay in pairs and keep a close eye out. Which uh, you know that's probably you probably do that anyway. Yeah, solid advice for swimming right. in any kind of open water. You know, buddy system and all. Not that's everyone horrifying. was a boy scout. I
1: thought you know. I thought sea lions were, you know, nice. Cool. Yeah. yeah,
0: right. Me too. You, you look see them hit the little beach ball at the yeah. zoo, and sea lions. I kind of call them water dogs. You know, like, yeah. they're like you know, they look like a nice little dog there.
1: Like, what was ooh. the movie with the sea lion? Like, ooh. wasn't it running a hotel or something? <laughs> I don't know. Or am I thinking of Dunstan Checks In?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know it. if a sea lion's running a hotel. I want to stay there. Yeah. First of all, fish is going to be outstanding. You know, yeah. I would you imagine go to the so. Grill. Gonna have some good fish, but yeah, like a sea lion, you don't think of it coming to attack. You got sharks that are there, you know. Of course, your natural jellyfish, which I don't know, the water may be so cold in San Francisco Bay that there's not a whole lot of jellyfish. They're okay
1: if you only touch the tops. Is that right? We learned this from uh, Finding Nemo.
0: Oh, okay, all right, yeah. I've seen Finding Nemo. I think I slept through the last one though. If I go to a movie at a movie theater and it's cold. I'm out. I'm I'm just dead. I slipped through the first half of SpongeBob the movie. Right. I woke up, like, halfway through it, and it was like I had taken acid. You know, like, I didn't know where I was. I didn't know what was going on. There's like, a talking sponge on the screen, and Antonio Banderas is there.
1: Was this the uh, the cartoon or the live-action like movie? Yeah, yeah, the live-action Well, they did oh, two yeah? SpongeBob movies. Oh, there was an animated movie that okay, came well, out. Okay, well, this is the one with Antonio Banderas. Then they did sponge out of, a, of, uh, sponge out of Water. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's it's on one Amazon time. Prime, I believe. I yeah. haven't watched it yet.
0: Actually, the part I watched once I got my wits about me. Me. I was like uh, very, uh, very uh, entertained with the last half of it. Now right. I don't know the plot line. <laughs> like yeah. SpongeBob has a real deep plot line, anyways. But uh, but yeah, I woke up and I was like disoriented. And there's Antonio Banderas talking to SpongeBob, and I'm like, well, have, I, have I did I did I take some mushrooms and not
1: know about it? You know, like I got to check this out because um you know my wife she is not a fan oh, yeah? of SpongeBob in any way, shape, form, or fashion. And so me and Eli will watch it when she's not at home. Yeah. But when she comes home she shuts down the SpongeBob. <laughs> so I haven't seen it yet, but I'll have to
0: Well I found that I'll people that. either like SpongeBob or they hate SpongeBob. There's nobody There's no middle ground. Yeah. No, no middle ground on it. It's like either it's from the devil and we don't want to Corrupting your children Yeah, corrupting your child Or it's like amazingly funny Right I fall into it's really funny I I, I always
1: enjoyed And Spongebob came out when I was in my early 20s So I was not a kid I didn't grow up with it like a lot of people now But I always enjoyed You know, because, you know, Nickelodeon I don't know if they still do there for a while They showed it just nearly wall to wall. Yeah, right. You know?
0: No, all day long. And so,
1: if if I wasn't watching anything else, I would flip it over there and right. watch it. And it was, I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, it's pretty
0: funny. I mean, I, for a kids show, I thought it was funny. Something that I could enjoy could enjoy with my kids. I was big on on SpongeBob, so but they've all moved past that now. So I'll
1: tell you something that's not funny. Headline here: Mad Pooper. And yes, I did read that right. You heard that. Mad <laughs> Pooper copycat makes vile mess in driveway. Arkansas woman says police are searching for a man wanted for defecating on residents' driveways in Little Rock, Arkansas. Wow. Ar- Come on. Come on, Arkansas. <laughs> Let's, go on. Let's
0: get it together, Arkansas. First of all, the most amazing thing about that whole uh, headline is not Mad Pooper, All oh, that's a that could be my superhero name, you know. <laughs> is that it's a copycat? Like, hey, I'm someone else has been. He's doing inspired this. somebody yeah.
1: else to take up the mantle,
0: and I'm getting in on the game, you know. Which that's fine. We all have some bad neighbors. Maybe that's the, maybe that's the case, you know. You have a you got somebody who's next door, or they listen to the radio too loud late at night. Maybe you work, you know, the night shift. You're trying to sleep during the day, and he's like out there revving his motorcycle, working right. on it. And so you just go uh, deuce it up in his driveway. Oh, I don't gosh. know. But uh, but the copycat part's what amazed me about all of that. Uh,
1: this is a local uh, Fox affiliate in somewhere in Arkansas that did the story. Um, Tiffany Mat- uh, Matzella told Fox 16 she was heading out to breakfast <laughs> on December 30th. Um, not even New Year's.
0: Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, when not like a was, drunken. But. Yeah,
1: when she was shocked to find something outside her vehicle. I came around to get in the passenger side of the vehicle, and I noticed a huge pile of feces, Matt Zella said. The Little Rock resident thought a big dog or irresponsible owner <laughs> were to blame for the mess. Because that's probably where my mind would yeah. go to. Yeah, you my, know, I'm like not, some, yeah. you know, Charles down the road, dead gummit, you yeah. know. Yeah, your dog got your out dog. again. Yeah. But they, uh, she checked the surveillance camera and showed that it was not the canine, or it was not a canine who was the perpetrator. Police are searching for a man wanted for defecating on residents' driveways. When we did it, we found it was not a dog. It was a person who had been jogging down the street, ran up between our two cars, defecated, and ran away. So I'm assuming he just had to go yeah. and could not get to a bathroom. Right. But, I mean, I don't know. That's still, that's horrible. Well,
0: okay. And I, I don't want to get too personal here, but I I have a very strict bathroom you know, regiment, I guess right. regime, What regiment, like, uh, you know, I, I got a strict bowel schedule that I right. stick to. I'm, I'm a home base guy. I don't like going on the road and doing it anywhere else, you know, at work or, or anything like that. And, but every once in a while, nature calls and you got to get the job done. And I guess if you're jogging early in the morning, what are you going to do? Like you can't, you're not going to do it in your pants, you know? So in a way, maybe I've, sympathize with a guy, I, I don't know, but I would try to find, like, a tree or, or maybe a wooded area to get in. I don't know. In. If
1: it's my yard, you better go in your pants, dude, because
0: <laughs> I'm going to have no sympathy. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would not be a pleased person if it happened to me, you know. Yeah. I'm just trying to put myself in the mad pooper's shoes, you know? And on,
1: on the one hand, I mean, if he knocks—if somebody—if a stranger knocks on my door and says, yeah. can I use your bathroom, I'm probably not, because— there's probably tons of uh, home robberies and invasions right. when somebody wants in on the pretext yeah. of using your bathroom.
0: Especially early morning. Right. You know? Yeah. But, I mean, early... So, may-
1: or- maybe if they go in my driveway, that's just what I get. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's my... Maybe that's on me.
0: Well, I think I would but- give you a warning if I came to your door. It's like, hey, look, man, I'm out jogging and I got to... I got... I, there's nothing I can do. I got to go. I saw the light on in the kitchen... I need to borrow your bathroom. And you were like, no. i was like, well, listen, if you don't let me go, (laughs) I'm hitting your driveway with it. I'm going to swoop and poop and be back on my (laughs) run back to home, you know? Right. But I just don't know. Like, There's so many questions. Like, do you use a sock to clean up with or something? I mean. That is a good question. What does you clean up with? If you're out jogging, you're probably already sweaty anyways. Uh, Yeah, I mean, you don't want that. You don't want that. Uh, residue left you know while you're finishing your run out I feel like there's like a a chafing problem or something that could happen there I hope that there. dude was so chafed yeah you <laughs> gotta be maybe like coats up a gold bond powder I you hope know? he
1: learned his lesson yeah listen up gold so bond raw.
0: yeah gold bond people I mean if you're you need a podcast to sponsor your thing <laughs> here we go I just dropped your name so give us a call gold bond absolutely yeah, email us at earthoddity at net. so uh, with your advertising offer, that is it. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know about the old mad pooper. It's in a way I kind of sympathize with him. But I would have found, I would have found a wooded area. That's all I'm saying. I wouldn't have went in the driveway. Maybe
1: he has uh, some kind of like medical problem, maybe and, so. and that's why. If only there was some type of scientific tool <laughs> that would allow <laughs> us to study scientifically the gastrointestinal tract. Well, and know, learn
0: more. Funny that you should mention that. Uh, we have an article here from a medical website, actually, uh, and it says, with ingestible pill, you can track fart development in real time on your phone. No. And people say- Oh te- your
1: phone? Yeah. There's an app for that?
0: There's an app for that. There's an app
1: for everything right. now.
0: And people say technology's ruining the world, you know? <laughs> but uh, I feel like I would be a great case study for this. So just if you're listening, whoever is making this and you need a guy- uh, but, yeah, the first human trials reveal gut gas chamber and the blustery effects of diet. Which, by the way, the person who authored this is named Beth Mole, M-O-L-E. That's gotcha. a tough name to tote through life. Yeah. You know? I would I would have probably made fun of you pretty bad because I'm a horrible person. But scientists in Australia often hope to break ground with their research. Uh, but Sounds this, like they're
1: going to be breaking the wind that's exactly while breaking right. ground. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, hold on a second.
0: I got the sound effect. Here we go. Wait for it. I am so sorry. Wait for it. Perfect. Perfect. It says, uh, The team developed an adjustable electronic capsule to monitor gas levels in the human gut. And when it's paired with a pocket-sized receiver and a mobile phone app, the pill reports tailwind conditions in real real time as it passes from the stomach to the colon. Beth Mole, I'm actually very impressed with her. Use of puns and everything. It says the authors are very optimistic that the capsules' gas readings can help clean the air <laughs> over the inner workings of our intricate innards and the multitudes of microbes they contain. And so, from one of the researchers, he says, our pilot trial illustrated the significant potential role for electronic-based gas sensing capsules in understanding in understanding functional aspects of in the intestine and its microbiota. In health and a response to dietary changes, which sounds like, hey, we're just really uh, interested in what's making you fart, you know? So, uh,
1: what will they come up with next?
0: Yeah, the capsule is uh, 26 millimeters in length and 9.8 millimeters external diameter, like a large vitamin, uh, and it has sensors for temperature, CO2, H2, and O2. As what about well
1: methane? <laughs>
0: I'm sure as well as a silver oxide battery and a transmission system. One end of the capsule contains a gas permeable membrane that allows for fast diffusion of gut gases. So in the trial published Monday, researchers tested the capsule and six healthy people. I feel like six is a pretty small sample size. It is. If you're listening out there, researchers, I will do this for you. I have no problem with it. I will swallow it away. I will post my app. Data to social media, you could
1: live tweet, oh, yeah, yes, right.
0: Uh, Like, hey, Earth
1: Oddity, (laughs) that's her Twitter handle. You could live tweet all the results.
0: I could, yeah, like, hey, we're here at Taco Tuesday, I've just taken my my right fart pill, and let's see what happens, guys. You know, for science, in the pill, yeah, for science, of course. In that time, the pill. Oh, okay, so overall, it took 20 hours to get from one end to the other, spending 4.5 hours in the stomach, two and a half hours in the small intestine, and 13 hours cruising through the colon.
1: I feel like that's a long time. Yeah,
0: yeah. I got a way faster turnaround time than that. I mean, <laughs> way faster. But yeah, so it took continuous gas measurements and, uh, you know— For instance, CO2 and H2 levels peaked in the early hours of its time in the colon, while O2 levels crashed throughout the stretch of its trip. It says that jives with a horde of some kind of bacteria I can't pronounce uh, that inhabit the colon. And it says uh, there they ferment undigested food bits, those bacteria, speaking of, into short-chain fatty acids that play significant roles in our health and metabolism. So really... I mean, they're not just getting the why and how we we break wind, pass gas, two to Rooney, uh, whatever you whatever term right. you want to use. They're trying to figure out the science behind all of it, and uh, and how it helps us in our diet, what our diet does with our digestion. Wow! This is uh, they recruited four more healthy patients to pass the pill and two ate a high fiber diet, uh, while while two remain a low fiber diet. Gases billowed in their bowels, with similar patterns seen in earlier trials. Look, I Beth Beth Mole, who uh, she's a health reporter. She's interested in biomedical research and infectious disease and health policy and law. And she has a Ph.D. in microbiology, but she also has a sense of humor, the way this article is written. (laughs) And I want to commend you, Beth. Very well written. Yeah. Very informative and very well read, might I add. Right. Oh, I don't know. It says... All right, so the final thing is, is it, it might not be too long before, root, before a routine healthcare care visit involves a check of your vital signs and a request to swallow a tiny electronic monitoring device, device which will make all of the, like, uh, Mark of the Beast people go crazy. <laughs> oh, you, know, yes. like, you ain't going to get me to, to do that. I don't care how much I poop. You know? like, <laughs> I ain't going to take that. But, yeah, so anyways, now they can tell when and why and how you fart, and you can track it on your for Out. science, yeah, for science, right? And Good job, guys. I want to get on board with that, really.
1: Well, I have a story here, um, and I gotta say, to start off with, uh, we have learned a lot more about death over the past, you know, several years. Yeah. We've studied it, and we've learned that uh, it's not like the movies where you know someone just closes their eyes and, like, goes to sleep. Mm-hmm. It's actually a process that right. the human body has to go through. And uh, I would think that uh, just with the fin- the finality of death, that it would be pretty obvious, you know, when someone's dead and when they're not. And especially now we have, like, all these scientific tools and, and that we can measure, like, brain activity right. and, and heartbeat. And I would think that, you know, especially doctors would know, Who's you know, when someone's dead and when they're faking, yeah, right. Um, apparently, that is not so in Spain. We have a uh, this is from the New York Post. Uh, this is written by Max Yeager. Inmate declared dead was just taking a nap, yeah,
0: there you go. Maybe they just don't care in Spain. I don't know. <laughs> like, hey, prison
1: crowding, let's get him out of here. The article starts He must have been dead tired, a Spanish pr- <laughs> prisoner declared dead by three doctors three doctors john three i mean not just one by three doctors (laughs) was only snoozing a conclusion made by a coroner after he had heard the man snoring minutes before cutting into him for the autopsy on sunday according to reports
0: wow do you think that coroner guy was like hey doc uh i'm pretty sure this guy's alive he's snoring and the doc's like no no we checked him he's he's good 3 of us checked him. Yeah, no, yeah. Me and <laughs> me and two other doctors actually. We, we we did all his vital signs and everything. He's a he's dead.
1: Relatives said Gonzalo Montoya Jimenez had autopsy markings on him and he was ready to be opened up when a doctor at the legal medicine in OLEO heard him sawing wood inside his body bag. <laughs> <laughs> the BBC reported citing Spanish language outlet La Voix de Austrias Jimenez, who had been in prison for 29 years, was found unresponsive in his ataurus jail cell the day before, and three separate doctors signed a death certificate before he was set to be dissected. Sources now believe the man suffers from catalepsia, a deep, trance-like condition that can leave suffering, uh, sufferers rigid and unresponsive for hours and even days.
0: Okay. I may have that, actually. <laughs> Do you know... In- just a weird story. One time, Deidre thought I, my wife, Deidre, thought I was dead for real. Yeah, for real. Like was in a total panic. So I had went, and this is years ago. We were still dating. I had went on a camping trip on a weekend. Like, hike. right? And I had to come home and go to my aunt's town home and let her dog out because she was out of town. And so I got there, and Dieter was going to come, and we were going to meet and like go out to dinner or something. Mm-hmm. So I got there, and I took a shower, let the dog out, and I laid down on the couch in my underwear, right, and fell asleep, dead asleep. No pun intended. You know, actually, I, I <laughs> did intend that pun. And oh, there we go. <laughs> and uh, so she came and knocked on the door. No answer. My car was there and everything. Knock, knock. Call the phone. I'm out to the world. Goes to the next-door neighbor and says, hey, my boyfriend's supposed to be in here. He's not answering the door, not answering the phone. Can I go through and come around to the back? Mm-hmm. The back had two big glass doors, and she could look in and see me laying on the couch. and It didn't look like I was breathing. Oh, man. And so she's, like, banging on the door. She freaks out. She calls my cousin, who is my, uh, you know, my aunt's son, who has right. a key and all that. He comes from across town. And about the time they're busting in to come in, you know, resuscitate me or whatever. I wake up, you know, like dead to the world. Like, <laughs> oh, what's going on? You
1: know, and they thought I
0: was dead. So, oh man, maybe that would happen to me too. So,
1: well, I can totally see how you know your lovely wife could be mistaken. Yeah, because I mean, which I mean, she's she's not a doctor. Yeah, but she's but she's you know she's an
0: RN. She's got a medical background. Yeah,
1: you know what? I take that back. She should have known. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it didn't look like I was breathing. So. Okay. And I, I do have a CPAP now. Do you have mm-hmm. a CPAP? I do not have a CPAP. I feel like everybody's getting, you got to get on board with a CPAP. Okay. So maybe I are having like some apnea issues. Right. and I was temporarily not breathing when she was, re, you know, looking at me or whatever. Um, which the CPAP is, I don't know. I don't know about the CPAP. To me, like we've taken away, once you get a CPAP, they've taken away the beauty of dying in your sleep you know like that's how everybody yeah. wants there's like two ways people want to die one's like while i'm having sex and the other one is while i'm asleep you know right and now with the CPAP, it's like you know what you have to be awake and experience death like you know all the other slopes around the world you gotcha know? so you know not to be insensitive to anyone who's lost their loved one to a, a sleep apnea episode or whatever but you know i feel like dying in my sleep is not that bad of a Proposition, you know? Right. If I'm going to go.
1: Well, maybe at a certain age, you should just cut off the CPAP yeah, machine. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Once my kids like, get ready. grown or whatever. Yeah. Which they'd probably be better off without me. That's what I've always thought. <laughs> you know, like, just take me out. But then
1: who's going to co-host Earth Oddity? Yeah,
0: I know. Well, <laughs> Deidre's new husband. You know, like, they'll take my life insurance policy. She'll marry, like, a young Latin guy. They'll get a swimming pool, you know, and all that. <laughs> And they'll live their life and be just fine You know, it'll be tough for a little while But then she'll be like, man, this is my new well, guy Well, I don't know,
1: John I gotta say, when I, when I was trying to put this together I, My list of prospects to help out with this podcast <laughs> Was like this long And for those who listening to this And are not in this room I guess nobody's in this room Just to see you this and I. Huge, long list And uh, I asked you because uh, nobody, I, I would think say Would say yes <laughs> Would say yes, that's right <laughs>
0: there was no one i but, asked uh probably 25 people and you were the only one that said yes so
1: but i can't get over um three doctors
0: yeah not uno
1: yeah not Dose. Trace. <laughs> trace trace yeah. doctors
0: Three said this doctors. guy was dead that's rough you know and what does that say for them you know like i feel like Surely in Spain they, they have, like, a medical board, you know, you know? yeah. And I
1: don't know if we want to disbar the doctors, but yeah.
0: I think they should get a slap on the wrist for this. I mean, if you're a jailhouse doctor, you got to be bottom, you know, like, you're bottom tier on the doctor thing, That's I would true. imagine. You know, like, you don't have your own practice. You're not. Obviously. You're you're, you're the jailhouse doctor. Right. And so maybe the warden's like, look, we got to move them out. You know, if, <laughs> if they look dead, say they're dead, and <laughs> let's get them out of here. And we'll... Yeah. Take care of it at the uh the morgue. Yeah, we'll just get all that taken care of at the morgue. Dang. Luckily the dude heard him snoring though.
1: Yeah, um I'm 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 glad that they didn't cut into a living like, right I, can you imagine imagine waking up that, that's gonna be quite a wake-up call imagine laying there and you're just having the best sleep of your life yeah oh. and then all of a sudden you know but i wish i had sound effects buzz, <laughs> stall, buzz saws start going up you're getting chopped open yeah that's a horror movie man
0: that's that's rough yeah that's like i'm dreaming about hawaii and you know or I'm doing whatever. And any you know, uh, any Hollywood
1: producers out there listening to this? Uh, yeah, hit us a, up. That's a that's, that's a, a good script. One. There's yes. a script there.
0: Okay, so uh, we have another story, a medical story, and this comes from the UK where we had one download of our podcast. Dude. Yeah, if you're the if you're the guy yeah.
1: in the in the United Kingdom listening to this, please. Yeah write in Oddity at planetmail.net. We yeah. have so many questions.
0: We yeah. love you so much. I, I Thank do. you. Mr. UK guy. I I mean, let's go. That's the mother country, you know. We yeah. sorry about, you know, breaking away back in the 1770s, but uh other than that. Let's all let's put that behind yeah, us. I feel like we have, Yeah. You know? So we're, we're we're behind that and now you're you're, you're on team Earth Oddity, dude, and we want to, I want to ask you why, number one, like how you found it, and uh, why, and what did you think, number one, you know, Yeah, what do you think about two rednecks in Tuscaloosa,
1: Alabama,
0: (laughs) on the internet? Who really don't know what we're doing, and we're just talking, and so I would just like to know what you think, and I want to hear you pronounce words, you know, like they. We might even get you like
1: a soundbite. Yeah, right. Oh my, I would Uh. love a soundbite, like music in the background, and then. You're listening to Earth Odyssey. Oh, that would be, oh,
0: that'd be perfect. That would yes, be great. That would be amazing. Come on, Britain guy. Get up with us, man. You got to do it. You got to do it. Come it on. we
1: Skype you next week.
0: It was probably some dude that was searching for like Earth Odyssey and he clicked the wrong button. And he, and he was, was like, probably a it?
1: geologist Maybe and something. he was looking for... Yeah. For like some, you know, in-depth, yeah. informational podcast about the earth and <laughs> right. like, you know, the movement of the plates. Yeah, and like, then all of a sudden we pop up. He's probably like, hey, y'all, listen to this. Hey,
0: everybody, listen to these idiots, you know. <laughs> if, right. if
1: that's the case, we're sorry. Yeah, I mean, but But still, listen to us anyway. Yeah,
0: listen to us anyway. I don't mind if you make fun of us. It's, yeah, I've that's been fine. Made fun we of make fun of, of ourselves. Life. Yes. No, I don't think I'm anything special. Tell
1: your friends. <laughs> and then you can be like, man, we're glad these bozos broke off from our
0: yeah right. Yeah, this is why we let them, you know. But well, I mean, y'all put up a fight. We just kind of kicked your butt. But you're playing a away game, you know. It's tough to fight That's a war true. across the ocean, especially back then. And you know, we had the French coming in and helping us. So yeah, we
1: had no navy. Yeah, but. You know, we got the,
0: we got France on yeah. loan. Yeah, we, France just, they hated you so much. They we like,
1: told them that they could keep any land they took, and yeah. then we just used their navy. Yeah. We didn't it. even
0: let them on the mainland. That's exactly right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Quite a plan. <laughs> okay, anyways, so uh, back to our U.K. story. A surgeon who burned initials and delivers of two patients was fined 10,000 pounds. <gasps> Uh, Simon Bramhall, 53, used an argon beam used to stop liver bleeding during operations and to highlight an area to be worked on to sign SB into patient's livers. And the marks left by argon do not impair the liver's function and disappear by themselves. So really, I feel like the dude's like... You know, that's like a no harm, no foul situation. He,
1: he had to have thought that no one's ever going to know. Yeah, right. How did, that's my next question
0: is how did they find out? So When I
1: read the article, if I'm not mistaken, one of his patients had to go for like another uh, ah. surgery and then they were like, wait a minute. There's a SB somebody, on your liver. Somebody signed their initials. I would
0: have signed my right on beside it. You know, I'd be like <laughs> SB and JL, you know. like
1: I, I would have put earth oddity and then like <laughs> a little smiley face emoji. <laughs>
0: But, Yeah, I mean, you know, an artist signs his work, yeah, know? and I feel like and this guy's clearly an artist for 10,000 pounds. I'm not sure what the conversion rate is, or it's what it's probably
1: a, more than ten thousand dollars. Yeah,
0: I would think so. But he's a doctor, he's yeah. a surgeon, so he's got to be it's like, it's probably just a slap on the wrist, jump on the chain, yeah, jump change because he didn't hurt anything, no. yeah, you know? like first do no harm is the Hippocratic Oath, or whatever, like the beginning of it, <laughs> he didn't do any harm. Uh, it says, uh, without the consent of the patients and for no clinical reason whatever, to burn his initials on the surface of a newly trans- <laughs> transplanted liver is uh, not a good thing, says uh, one of the investigators. It says, Mr. Bramhall had to work exceptionally hard and use all of his skill to complete the operation. At the end of the operation, he performed a liver biopsy using the argon beam coagulator and then used it to burn his initials. <laughs> That's not a big deal to me, you know. Right. Like if you if if that were to happen to me and somebody was like, hey, your doctor has burned his initials into your liver, I'd be like, was it hurting anything? I like, know, and I'd be like, well, that's pretty cool. You know? <laughs> yeah. Can you take a picture of it or whatever? And let me have it. Maybe next
1: time I need a surgery, you can like write the preamble to the Declaration <laughs> of Independence on there. But
0: it's like freshly poured concrete. You know, yeah, like yeah. somebody's always going to write their initials in it. You that's just true. can't help it. So maybe it's kind of that thing. This guy, he just
1: took it to the next level. Yeah, he signed his patient's organs. <laughs> The,
0: the court heard that a nurse had asked what the marks were, and Bramhall replied, "I do this." The surgeon later told police, <laughs> "It's what I do." Yeah, flicked his wrist and made the mark with a few seconds. You know, he said he knew knew that the action could cause no harm to the patient, and he also said that in hindsight, this was naive and foolhardy, a misjudged attempt to relieve the tension <laughs> in the theater. So, I mean, he was just trying to make a joke. Like, hey, y'all, yeah. watch this. I mean, they're rednecks too, even a sergeant. Probably over there like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's what I do. <laughs> it says, like, uh, one, of the, one of the lawyers says, what you did was an abuse of power and a betrayal of trust that these patients had invested in you. I accept that you didn't intend to foresee anything but the, but the most trivial of harm would be caused. But to me, man, I mean, this is this is not a big deal. To yeah, me. You know, like I feel like this guy I is mean, taking heat for. Yes,
1: the, the, he probably shouldn't be signing people's organs. Right. Yeah. But let's not lose our mind over it.
0: But if I was him and I had the knowledge and ability to do that, I would write stuff on the inside <laughs> of everybody. You know. Yeah. I don't know. To me, it was like it's not hurting anything. And you're probably never, ever going to even know it was there because it's going to go away eventually. So. You know, let's ride it up, man. I'm just yeah, yeah. all kind of stuff. Earth Oddity, you know. Listen to, Earth <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, like, check us out on Twitter and Instagram. I mean, and there's all no that. telling
1: how many how many times this has happened. This yeah. is just the one patient who had to go. You know. Yeah. Go he's, back. He's
0: been caught. I bet you he's been doing it for years. There's I probably he people has. walking around Britain with even the guy who well, downloaded he told it.
1: That, he told that one nurse,
0: "This is what I do." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is who I am. Only God can judge me. I mean, yeah, yeah. that should scare you, by the way, if you're one of the people who say that. But, yeah, yeah. Um, not to proselytize too much, but yeah. If only God can judge you, then you might be in a little bit of trouble. But anyways.
1: Well, speaking of judging people, uh, an 80-year-old man arrested for massed bank robbery. This is by the Associated Press, and this is uh, in Berlin. Swiss authorities say they have apprehended an 80-year-old man on allegations he robbed a bank near the city of Lucerne. Lucerne Lucerne-Canton state prosecutor said Tuesday the man, who was arrested the previous day in in the Lucerne area, had confessed to the December mass robbery of the bank in Megan. The suspect's name wasn't released in line with privacy laws, and further details weren't immediately available. At the time of the robbery, police released a photo of the suspect showing him wearing a black mask, clutching a blue plastic bag of money as he robbed the bank before he fled on foot. <laughs> 80-year-old dude fled on foot. Heck yeah. They said it wasn't clear if he was armed, and they didn't say how much
0: money he got away with. No. If he's not armed,
1: how does he get his money?
0: I don't know. Well, you know, it's like no gun laws or whatever. You know, there's like strict gun laws all over Europe. Yeah, but like so maybe I you imagine- just walk in and go. You better give it to me, or I'm gonna. Well, I imagine
1: if I worked at the bank, I'd probably just hand over the cash. But if it's my business and a guy walks in there and says, "Give me all your money,"
0: and he's not armed,
1: I'm going to say, "You know what? Go pound sand." You know,
0: an eighty year old guy, I feel like you could just be like, "Listen, old man, River, I will break your hip right now. I will (laughs) knock you down. Do you really want to do this? I'll take all the Werther's originals you have in your pocket, (laughs) and I will eat all of them. You know, like what are you doing, old guy? But then again, like. If I was eighty years old, I would I'm like, you don't have it. you're like, hey man, I got like maybe five, ten years <laughs> left. Right. And I've always wanted to rob a bank, so let's do this. Yeah, yeah. I thought that too. Like yeah. I've watched a lot of heist movies and yeah, every single
1: time I'm like, Oh man, yeah. like I would never risk this, bro. <laughs> me
0: too. But like, I would love to try. I'll go into a bank and I'll look around and I'm like I think I could pull this off, and then I'm like, I don't want to die or spend the rest of my life (laughs) in prison, so I'm not going to do that, but I think I could pull this off. How about this? Let's make a pact right now that if
1: we live into our late 80s, we'll say, and and our wives have, you know, God forbid, gone before (laughs) us, and it's just the two of us, let's let's rob a bank. Let's do it. Let's Let's do it. it.
0: We got it. That'll be Earth Oddity episode, (laughs) you know, 1034 (laughs) or whatever. Tiny and John rob a bank.
1: <laughs> we'll live stream it. <laughs> we'll live stream it.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. We'll go and rob a bank. But yeah, I don't know. Like if you're 80 and you're running away on foot, how do you not like the security guard at that bank should? Oh my goodness. You know, you gotta, you gotta get. He probably
1: held the door open for him <laughs> as he was leaving. Here you go, sir, Gramps.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But yeah, uh, you gotta try it. He maybe probably been thinking about it for years. Oh like, my goodness. One day he wakes up. You know, maybe doubled up on his meds, you know, they maybe. got like those, you know, morning and night, right. seven day a week, and evening, he, he got confused, too. and so he's like, extra energy today, Thought or he whatever. was George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ocean's, Ocean's 11, Ocean's... <laughs> ocean's 80. Ocean's 80, yeah. <laughs> Return of the geriatrics. Oh, man. Yeah. But anyways... Good, he, for yeah, good, really good for him. Yeah, good for him. He didn't
1: hurt nobody. It says they don't even know if he was armed, so... Right. Uh, judge, he has to be punished, but you yeah. go easy on him. Yeah, yeah, and good for you. What are you gonna do?
0: Lock him up? I mean, for him, well, yeah, that's what I thought. Like. You gonna lock me up for forever till I die? He's okay, gonna give me an eighty year or a yeah. hundred year sentence. Yeah, right. I'm gonna
1: like die in three. Yeah,
0: I'll be out of this thing in three. <laughs> you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to worry about it at all. But yeah, for the teller, you just gotta be like, look, old man, you better turn around and walk out of here right <laughs> yeah. now. I'm not giving you any money. What are you gonna do? Like. <laughs> Take your walker and turn around. You know, I know you got some fresh tennis balls on it. And yeah. just scoot on out the door with it and go on about your life, Paul Ball. Okay, well, next up, this is a woman fires shots at husband to make him listen to me. Oh, Arizona man. police say. Now, this, I feel like my wife's probably been tempted to shoot <laughs> yeah. at me to make me listen to her, uh, and it really, you could insert me into this story. An Arizona woman is accused of firing shots at her husband who was sitting on the toilet. So, uh,
1: <laughs> well, you know, I feel like if you are sitting on the toilet, they should probably—that's one time yeah. when maybe you should just be left alone.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, like the bathroom is the last refuge of a right. man. You know, yeah, like, there is nowhere else. You know, men are making man caves now, which, by the way, man cave—if you are listening—great name for a gay bar. All right, <laughs> if you if you want to get into that that's an amazing name for a gay bar i've thought that since the beginning so that's just an aside for me but um yeah the bathroom there's really nowhere if you're a man that you could be alone especially if you have kids or whatever so you like the bathroom's that last spot you get yeah. clear headed and all that nobody's bothering you nobody's coming in but this guy uh told police uh that his wife of thirty two years was upset and been yelling at him for two days. I believe we've all been there. Yeah. We have. At one time or another. Because I don't know about you. I I get mad about something. Yeah. And uh You're over
1: it. And, 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 yeah, I tend yeah. to, you know, burn bright and violent and then be yeah. done.
0: Right. And I, I you know but Since my wife will listen to this, she never does anything to make me mad. But so. I was about to say, and, and yeah, you know, so most an women I've
1: noticed when you do make them mad, they yeah. they'll hang on to that. Uh, it'll brew. Know?
0: It'll brew for a while before they even bring it up. Yeah, and then there's like the cool down period is a little bit too. So, but he said he was on the toilet when his sixty sixty nine year old Linda Jean Fawn barged in and fired two shots above his head. And she said to the police, I shot two bullets at the wall above his head to make him listen to me. Said <laughs> he'd have to be 10 feet tall to be hit by the bullets. <laughs> said, however, police estimated that the shots were fired about seven inches above the man's head. There's he, a difference yeah. in there. I yeah. mean, I
1: understand that no one had a tape measure, but 10 foot tall and yeah. seven or eight inches, right. that's a well, big difference. Yeah, in he's estimation. probably in
0: your standard, you know, toilet, you know, position, you know, I feel Mm -hmm. like, you know, we're, we don't, I don't know. I don't go to the, I haven't been to the bathroom with a lot of people, but I feel like there's not too many people with proper posture on the toilet. You You got a little slump in your back. So using the squatty potty. Yeah. Yeah. The squatty potty. I haven't tried it, but (laughs) I I don't have issues, but if I do, I'm getting, I'm going squatty potty route, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like his wife's probably been getting on him, like, "Hey, you gotta, you gotta." I'm tired of picking up your socks and just hollering at him. And the next thing you know, he he's like, "Well, I'm just gonna go to the bathroom." She'll leave me alone while I'm in there, mm-hmm. and she busts in. She's probably hollering through the door, oh, you know, and he's not responding. He's like, "You know, he's like, please." Yeah, right. And she busts in and pops two right above oh, his man. head, and he's like, "Okay, honey, I'll spray the air freshener <laughs> or whatever it is." You know, I don't know. Just feel like. uh you know, Miss Linda Jean, you don't want to get on her bad side. You better listen to what she says too. You better, you better, and lock your pistol up. You no know? matter how useless, nah, listen to, what, she listen to what she's saying because she will pop around into you.
1: Well, um, we got this story right here. Woman tries to return Christmas tree in January, <laughs> and people have many questions. Yes. Do you have any questions?
0: Well, I mean, uh, it was a fake tree, right?
1: No, no. Listen to this. For many people, taking down the Christmas decorations can be a depressing affair. When you haul those dusty boxes down from the attic and fill them with shiny, sparkly trinkets that you won't see for another year, you know that the holiday holiday season is well and truly over and that you have to go back to the monotony of life. Back to work, back to school, back to the grind. No more presents, no more Christmas. But what if there was a way to prolong some of that happiness? <laughs> what if there was a way to profit from the dismal affair of taking down the decorations? Maybe that's what the woman who went to Costco to get a refund on her Christmas tree was trying to find. Yep, you read that right. A few days into January of 2018, a frugal lady dragged her dead Christmas tree to her local Costco and demanded a refund. As she was trolling, was she trolling or did she genuinely think she had a case? (laughs) Either way, it's hilarious. The news was initially circulated on Facebook by the person who captured the image above. Uh, There was a picture to go along with this. However, the post has since been taken down, but apparently, um, it's after Christmas and she takes it back to customer service and she says, uh, the tree's dead Yeah, and, and the, the people behind the desk are like, ma'am, are you serious? And she's like, yeah, I'm serious. I'm dead serious. It's dead. And, uh,
0: it's bold, bold on her part. You know? Yeah,
1: and I mean, obviously I mean, she wasn't reached for comment. You know, this was a yeah. uh, this was found on Instagram. Yeah, but uh, the the guy who who posted it, he says that uh, she did get her refund. So wow, I know. It, it, I'm trying this next year. It, oh, <laughs> <one>. <laughs> I thought the same thing. Like, you know, <laughs> like you probably. I feel like there's. You should just be a good person and yeah. understand that you're paying, you know, you're 40 or 50 or 60 or however many dollars you pay for this tree. You're paying for it for like a month. Yeah. Like a week into January, and that's it. And, uh, you know, kudos to the to the lady behind the uh, the customer service desk for, you know, putting up with this and, and giving the lady your refund. Right. But uh, no one should expect this kind no. of treatment.
0: And that's what, maybe the lady had some kind of. Issues. You know, the lady returning it right. was like, you know, crazy or unstable or whatever. And she spent a lot of money on Christmas. You know, Maybe time she was trying tight. to get her
1: husband to take the tree back
0: and he wouldn't listen to
1: her, so she shot
0: okay. at him. <laughs> Maybe that it all it's all tied together, you know. I've been telling you to get this tree out of here for two weeks, you know. But yeah, like it's a bold move on her part, but to get your money back is, I mean, I feel like next year she's going to be back up there again. Like My tree's dead, y'all. I bought this tree and it's dead. I would go, or, or what we're going to have to do is slap like a label on all of them that says, you buy this tree, it's going to die, no returns, anything yeah. like that, because people ruin everything that's good in the world. Like you
1: said earlier, yeah. people, yeah. idiots ruin things for yeah. people.
0: Right, yes. Yeah, I love individuals, but I hate people... Collectively, you know? right, And right. I don't know if that's the right attitude to have. It's definitely not the right attitude to have, but people just ruin everything, you know? Yeah. In Alabama, we have our, our issues and our, you know, education's horrible, and we got politicians who are crazy and squander millions of dollars every right. year. But I feel like that keeps people from moving here, and so I'm not necessarily against it, you know, because the <laughs> more people who come, the more problems are going to happen. So, right. I mean, we got stuff we need to work on, but – No one's tried to return a Christmas tree around here. That's all I'm saying. Right. I'm
1: not aware of it.
0: Yeah, not that I'm aware of. You know, maybe you buy it, and two days later, it starts dying, and you go, okay, (laughs) you know, I've been duped here. Yeah. And you could take it back. But not after Christmas is over with. Yeah, after Christmas. No. People... You know, drop those in their fishing ponds to fish over later on. You know, that's pretty standard down here. I don't know what people in the other parts of the world do. Apparently, return them to Target. (laughs) Apparently.
1: (laughs) You know, last year, uh, I took our old tree uh, out to my dad's, you know, uh, spot of land that he's got out in Ecola. Yeah. And I hung clay targets on it. Nice. And shot the clay targets off the Christmas
0: tree, so. That works. Yeah. That's a good recycle program. You know, we're a fake tree. We had a, we got a real tree. Maybe two years ago, and it was it was not a good experience for me. So we've we've been fake tree pretty much our whole life. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, growing up we had a real tree. My mom will have a real tree, but the 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 real tree we bought they delivered it during the Alabama and Auburn game. So I had to deal <laughs> with getting it and putting it up and all that during right. the game, which apparently I didn't know that they would bring it in and set it up for you. So. That was my mistake. And, uh, who's this that you There's got it someplace, from some place? Uh, it, up Highway 171 for those in North. And they'll, Port. they'll set it up for you. That's awesome. According to my wife, she said they would. Now after I had, you know, <laughs> messed like, around with it, like try me. to even up the bottom, like out there sawing on the porch and everything, and
1: we go live tree and uh it's it's a huge pain yeah but it's you know it's nice to go pick one out and then it smells nice all through the christmas season
0: the experience of getting one was great like we went out there and we walked around and we decided which one we wanted and we told them and they're like okay we'll deliver it i
1: tell you what though that is in my opinion that is a two person job Uh, i do it by myself typically and uh and this past time, like our tree, you know, it was a little bit crooked yeah. when I set it up. And and my wife was like, you know, Tiny, you need to go straighten up the tree. And I was like, I'll get right on that. I, I never did it. Yeah, it was crooked it the entire time. Yeah. I just, you know, kind of turned that to the corner.
0: <laughs> you know, my mom tells a story of when they were little, they, of course, had a live tree and it kept falling. Yeah. And so my grandfather tied a wire to the top of the tree. <laughs> and, like, screwed it into the ceiling so it would just keep it from falling over every night. So yeah. maybe I should try that. I don't know. We'll just stay on the fake tree train, I guess. When I was in high
1: school, uh, my stepdad, and I had a few different stepdads, mm-hmm. but this one, he was a uh, he was a lumberjack, like, for real. Like yeah. that's, that was his job to go, you know, cut trees. And uh, he would go and cut us one, like, out of the woods somewhere, yeah. you know, fresh. And uh, I remember one year, well, it was, it was like two years he went out and he couldn't find one that was like the right size and everything. So he just cut a huge tree (laughs) and then he cut off the top of it too. So from ceiling to the floor was just like the middle part of like (laughs) this big, huge cedar tree. And it took up half the living room. It was huge, but do it it, it big, but it was cool. Like it was, it was, it was a, Christmas tree like none other I've ever had. And I still remember my mom, uh, she hung toys on the tree, like ornaments. Like instead of a little car, like she had a for real like toy RC car (laughs) that she had hanging on one of the branches.
0: Nice. So that's
1: a little story from my uh, redneck upbringing. Oh, well, we are, uh, man, we got to go. Yeah,
0: we're out of time. Yeah,
1: we got some dodgeball to go play. But you have been listening to earth oddity uh we thank you for the download no matter where you are um write in at uh earth oddity at planetmail.com at planetmail.net I miss that dot all the time yeah and uh you can follow us on Twitter and under, at underscore Earth Oddity.
0: Yeah, we have uh, we an have, Instagram. We have an Instagram. What's that Instagram? It's Earth underscore Oddity underscore podcast. Because someone had Earth Oddity. Earth Oddity guy, call us. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'd like to work out a deal with you. Yeah, we also have a Facebook group. That's right join that
1: yeah join that now and uh because we want to try to turn this into a
0: community yeah of people posting and people you know put pictures up oh, yeah hey talk up you know, you can say hey you guys i found this article y'all should talk about this yeah because you know we've been you know i feel we've done okay looking for uh you
1: know, news stories. But we give right. you some help. If you see a, a funny news story, either email it to us or throw it up in our
0: Facebook group. That would right. be awesome. Yeah, that would be great. Because we uh, we're trying to do as little work as possible here. So <laughs> if you can right. help us, you know, that'd be great. Also remember to tell people about us and thank you for listening.
1: Yes. And uh, we'll catch you next week. This has been very happy. Awesome. Thanks for listening.